For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. B98.5's Tad Drex and Caro podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. I always say that we should have a judge appointed to every couple. They don't have to ride along with you. It's not like you have Judge Judy riding in the minivan in the back seat. <laughs> but if there's a dispute between the man and woman, the couple, you just call the judge or email the judge and be like, hey, this is side one, side two. They come up with a solution and a penalty. They should put him in a Waffle House. Have every judge, every Waffle House should have a jukebox and a judge. You go in, you get <laughs> breakfast, you talk to the judge. You they have a line out the door. Yep. People, maybe they'd serve waffles as you wait for yep. the judge. You sit down, you go, all right, here's the deal. Boom, boom, ba da da. But we don't have that, nope. right? You got to worry. You got to do it yourself. We got to have a radio audience decide our problems. Oh. <laughs> and Which my can wife. Sometimes be better. <laughs> my wife uh, agreed, and, and I agree, like, you know, we obviously, we cannot decide this. So we will, I'll tell the story on the radio mm -hmm. and then I'll let the listeners decide who's right, who's wrong. Okay. And then we'll go with whatever it is that they say. Okay. And it's very simple. My wife backed into my car. Normally, if somebody hit your car, you'd go after them for their insurance and they would have to pay for mm -hmm. it. Right. Since it was my wife, she's claiming that we should pay for it. And I say she should pay for it. Mm. What? Does Jessica have an income? She does. Okay. And I'll tell you how it works. Is uh, the family income is my income. Okay. And then Jessica's, my wife's income is her income. So in other words, what's mine is ours and what's hers is okay. hers. But she does have like she some part-time stuff. So she brings in, okay, so She's there is some money loaded, there. But I, I took the car to a junkyard and um, or one of those places and they're like 500 bucks. We could put a new fender on this thing. So it's not like some astronomical. So it's not crazy, but right. $500 is still a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's not just, uh, some people were saying, oh, this is going to cost thousands of dollars to fix. So it's more the principle of it right. to me. Uh, Ted, your wife, Jessica, the reason we're talking about this is because she doesn't feel like she w needs to pay her, like what was her argument? How is she justifying that this is a family expense? Yeah. Well, we had this discussion, which was my error, in front of one of her girlfriends mm. who recently got into a car accident. And it's like, they've just decided, they, they haven't even talked about who's to blame mm. or who's They just pay. tag team. and They just do it. <laughs> they just getting it fixed. And so once uh, Jessica, after a couple of glasses of wine, found out that she had an ally in the argument, sure. she, it, it emboldened and emblazoned her. And she's like, got in my face and the friends giving me grief and mm. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I have friends too. They're on B98.5 and I bet you I could convince them that the $500 should come out of Jessica's bank account. Oh, was it an accident? Of course. Okay, wasn't malicious. Didn't She didn't mean to do it. However, if I'm, like if she, unless there's some sort of penalty, what incentive does she have to not just run into my car, treat it like a bumper car, <laughs> 
You know? <laughs> so you're saying make her pay so that Jessica doesn't She'll do it again and again. Fall. Yeah. Okay. She was very careful not to hit the trash cans, which I found ironic. The absolutely <laughs> worthless trash cans are in pristine condition. Well, were you parked like a jerk? I was and that's why in she the hit same you? same spot that I always am. Mm. However, I was parked there in the morning and it was foggy because yeah. I, I was homesick. So that's one thing you want to add on to an illness is finding out that your car has been hit by your wife. Yeah. So I need your help deciding who pays 404 741 Zero nine eight five. You are the judge and the jury. Tad Drex and Kara show settling this dispute. If you're married and one spouse backs into the other spouse's car, should the person who did the damage pay the price or does it come out of the joint family account? My wife and I are in this right now. She has her own okay. sort of slush fund. I um, have the... The, the other primary, the family, yeah. the primary family money, but I don't have access to hers, to her money. So I, I'm like, you ran into my car, you pay. It's only five hundred right. bucks. I mean, it's five hundred bucks, but that's still it could expensive. Be worse. But in the grand scheme of things, yes, it yeah. would have been totally worse. Kara, it's fun. It's just fun to listen to like how this is a conversation and like it can get resolved. Because in my house, my wife's like, something's broken, fix it, idiot. It doesn't matter who did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Randy, who do you think should pay here? So I don't think this has anything to do with joint accounts, own accounts. This has to do with right and wrong. She backed into your car, so there's a wrong there, and so she has to get it fixed. If the shoe were on the other foot, I would expect you to get her car fixed. I think Tad would kiss you on the mouth if you were standing here. <laughs> well, 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 curious. So you didn't say anything about money. Are you talking about spending the actual time? Time, money, whatever. The car needs to get fixed. If this were like out in the real world and not husband and wife and she backed into some stranger's car, she would need to get the car fixed. Direct, you're saying she should take the car to get it fixed? Like yeah, she should do the work? I've been, because I've been listening to your story, Tad, and trying to think about the best way to play this. It's For me, it's not so much about the money as, as much as like it's the time. The that's where. To do it. Yeah, yeah. Like you take the car, you go do it. Like that's kind of the penance. The inconvenience. Yes. Of, yes. yes. Where I messed up was when I bought the car in 2006, I bought a standard. Another bone of a contention. Oh, because a stick I've shift? always told her, yeah. The anti millennial, the theft device. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That is one for me, 404-741-0985. The deciding votes coming up next. I always say that couples should have a judge that they can call upon to settle disputes. Uh, instead, we're asking you to settle this one. And uh, Drex has been our court stenographer this morning, so you can recap where yeah. we're at. Can I read back the testimony? Here, let yes. me ask. Um, so let me get this straight. Uh, you were at home sleeping. Your wife, Jessica, backs into your vehicle. She comes to you and says, sorry, she's remorseful. You say, cool, but this isn't the first, second, or third time you've hit my car. It's several times now. Mm -hmm. You need to pay for it with your slush fund money, not mm -hmm. our joint account that I fund. Thank you. That was an excellent M recap. Miss missing anything there? Letting the audience decide. Okay. Carrie and we've already got one vote in favor of Taddy, <laughs> which is, I was kind of shocked by. <laughs> Carrie and Ackworth. I think you and your wife should split it. I think half of it should come from your account and the other half should come from hers since that's how you do your finances. Well, no, we don't do our finances like that. 
Like, nothing comes from her account ever. So when uh, she rams well, into my car. But you help pay the bills. She, I assume she helps pay the bills. No. So. <laughs> no, that's, you're assuming wrong. The money is her, like I said, what's mine is ours, what's hers is hers. So the money is for her to do whatever she wants. It's her, her play that, That's her slush, her slush her fund? Her slush okay. fund. Well, I play poker, and I use house money to play poker, but if I win, the money goes into my account. Uh, yeah, that's you're, how you launder money. I, no, but I, but, I pay the, but I pay the house back with the original purchase. Oh, so anything smart. over my original purchase, I get to keep. All right, so I have not convinced you. No, no, no. I, but I think, but I do think she should be responsible for part of it. I mean, I was sleeping when this happened, so <laughs> I didn't have. If you just sucked it up and gone to work, your car wouldn't have been there. It wouldn't have gotten hit. Exactly your fault. Suck it up, Nancy. Yeah. Hey, Josie and Norcross. Hey. Hi. Who pays? Jessica. She. Had, you weren't even in the car. I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, Jessica paid. If you took it to insurance, she'd be at fault. So yeah, but yeah, keep, people keep saying like, "Well, if this happened on the road, blah blah blah." But it it's didn't. Hu- it's husband and wife. It happened in the driveway. It's a totally different. Yeah. It's, it's the your absolute and wife. worst scenario because now right. you've got two cars that are damaged, right? Can I? And, and mm. this this is a tough question to ask, and if it makes you uncomfortable, I get it. Tad, uh, you would would you say that you produce ninety five percent of your family's income? I'd like to plead the fifth. Is it possible? <laughs> you probably do, right? Yeah. Would you say that your wife is responsible for 95% of everything else going on in the house, though? I would like to plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> We're to play Beat Shazam now. See if you remember the music, Kara. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's Name That Tune. Five seconds to Name That Tune. There was a story about pop songs, turns out, are the number one genre of music to kind of fall asleep to. So I picked from the top 50 songs to fall asleep to some of the songs that I might be able to fall asleep okay. to. Okay. Starting with Kara. John Legend, All of Me? All of Me is correct. all of me loves all of you. Love your curves and all your edges. All your perfect imperfections. All right, Drex. Mm-hmm. People are playing along in their minds. So tr- even if you know it right away, try to pause a little bit. I Maybe try some time okay. so that they have a chance. Um, are you ready for your song? Yeah. Songs to fall asleep to. Tough one, right? Yeah, Ooh. it is tough. I believe it's Louis Capaldi. Someone, someone I know? No. Someone like you? I don't know. <laughs> you don't need to buy that much time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> someone you love? Do we someone give it to him, love. Kara? Mm. Yeah, she says no. No, the day bleeds into nightfall. And you're not here to get me through it all. I let my gut down. And then you pull the rug. I was getting kind of used to being so forget that song because it's our Stuff the Truck parody oh, song. Yeah. My favorite. Yeah. All right. Uh, each round gets tougher. Where are we at? Round two. Mm-hmm. Starting round two. Kara, your next song. Songs you could actually fall asleep to. Snow Patrol Chasing Cars? Is correct. If I lay here If I just lay here Are you ready? 
Drex for your next song. Got to get out of Grey's Anatomy Zone yeah. there. Redemption. Yeah. I want to say that's Passenger Let Her Go. No. James Bay. Yes. Yeah. They sound <laughs> the let same. It go. Let it go. Come on, yeah. Let it go. Just let it be. Why don't you be you? You know me. All right. Toughest round. Uh, oh, really, I'm harder. afraid. Oh, even harder. Kara, songs to fall asleep to. Oh, man. My favorite song in the world. Yeah. Uh, Mazzy Star, Sweet Jane? No, you're close, no. though. Fade into Fade you. Into Fade into you. you. It's funny. Uh, well, the uh, the genre of that music is actually called dream pop, so it's it's that's perfect. perfect. Yeah. All right, last song. This one is for you, Drex. Let's oh. see if you can go over oh, three. <laughs> three. <laughs> Golly. Nope. No idea. Nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, maybe somebody you've heard of before named Ed Sheeran. Ooh. Photograph. So you can keep me oh. inside the pocket of your I don't remember that um, the intro like that, but maybe is that that's not the album. I listen to albums, so it's not mm. the album intro. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I Congratulations, Kara. <laughs> I listen to albums in my <laughs> dorm room. Well, it's vinyl. I mean, <laughs> keeping you up to date with everything happening in this crazy world. Hey, what? Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 722 fog this morning. Clouds this afternoon with a high of 62. 56 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? I got an interesting little tip for you if you need help falling asleep in just a second. Mm -hmm. But there's a big biopic in the works right now on the life of the king of pop, Michael Jackson. And they've recently just found their star, Michael's nephew, Jafar Jackson. I guess the movie's going to touch on all aspects of Michael's life, including his most iconic performances that actually led him to becoming the greatest entertainer of all time. But they were going to have to find somebody that had the chops because, come on, like, it's hard to do Michael. Well, and if they're going to use Michael's nephew, are they going to address the other kind of controversy involving Michael? Probably not so much. Really? Uh, How they are, you are gonna... working with the estate, so, oh. I mean, they're they're going to, I'm sure... They've got to address it somehow. It happened. I'm yeah. sure they'll address it, but I'm sure they won't deep dive into okay. it. Now, for Jafar... He's got the chops. Here he is singing the Christmas song. Do you think he sounds a little bit like Michael? Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. <laughs> a little. To make the wow. That's a little Michael vibrato there. Um, I don't know if you know the answer to this question, but if he's Michael's nephew, is he Tito's kid? Jermaine's. Jermaine? Yeah. That makes sense, because Jermaine always sounded closest to Michael. 
You think so? How, how, how do you so. know that? Yeah. <laughs> they were, there was the whole Jackson, well, there was the Jackson 5, the Jackson and then five, remember yeah. the torture, the victory tour or something. Victory tour, I was there. Were you? Yeah, that was my well, first concert yeah. when we're, I was a baby. We're playing Name That Jackson coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you guys do anything special to fall asleep at night? Like some people do a white noise machine. They got a fan going, yeah. yeah. I, some I think, people just get to have the noise in the yeah, background. It's easier for dudes to fall asleep. You think? I yeah. agree. Now, sleep is a super hot commodity, and if you've got trouble getting shut-eye, you may need to start jamming some pop music. Pop music? What? Yeah, most of us, like I said, turn to that white noise machine or relaxing sounds, but a recent study found that pop songs are actually the best to fall asleep to. The adults who listen to 45 minutes of music before going to sleep reported to having better sleep quality, and they actually looked at over 200,000 songs and found fast-paced, energetic songs like BTS Dynamite were actually great what? for sleeping. What? Kidding me? I know. I guess it's the famili- familiarity yeah. Yeah. yeah, that helps you drift off faster than something more classical. So you listen to the music before you try to go to sleep. You shut the music. So you're not trying to fall asleep while Call Me Maybe is playing. Cause yeah, you are. Really? Uh-huh. So you could that, never fall asleep during that. That means people on their way to work this morning listening to the music we're playing could fall asleep. Could fall asleep. Yeah. Be or, careful out there. Yeah, definitely be careful. She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. The pop culture princess returns with Priscilla and Noonan. Hey, Priscilla. Hi. Hi. Can you kick our princess out? Goodbye, Kara. <laughs> I'm out of here, Priscilla. Good luck. Bye. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> stay close. Kara will step out. We'll ask you the five pop culture trivia questions, and we'll bring Kara back in, ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she pays you 100 bucks. Are you ready? I think. Question one, Miley Cyrus's new song, Flowers, is celebrating its second week at number one. How many flowers are at a bouquet of a dozen? Twelve. Question two, lead singer of Maroon 5 and his wife welcomed their third child yesterday. What's his name? Adam Levine. Number three, Michael Jackson's nephew's been tapped to play him in an upcoming biopic. Can you name Michael's ex-wife who recently passed away? Oh, that's Lisa Marie Presley. Number four, Kevin Costner has put his Aspen, Colorado ranch up for rent for thirty-six grand a night. What's the name of the family ranch on Yellowstone? The Dutton Ranch. Number five, contestant on Wheel of Fortune got into an argument with Pat Sajak last night over a puzzle. How much does it cost to buy a vowel on Wheel of Fortune? Oh, my. $1,000? All right. Bringing Kara back in. Motioning her back in. How did we do? Yeah, that would be an expensive vowel. Priscilla got the first four right, though. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Well done. That was great. All right. Kara's taking her seat on her throne. On my throne. (laughs) Ready for the same questions. Yes. Number one, how many flowers in a bouquet of a dozen? Twelve. That's what Priscilla said. One to one. Number two, what's the name of the lead singer of Maroon 5? Adam Levine. Priscilla got that right as well, two to two. Number three, name Michael Jackson's ex-wife who recently passed away. Priscilla Press, uh, um, uh, Lisa Marie Presley. Of course, because I'm playing against Priscilla. And of course, she got that right. We'd be concerned if she didn't. Three to three. Uh, Number four, what's the name of the family ranch on Yellowstone? 
the Dutton family ranch? Yeah, that's what Priscilla said. Nodded up at four. Finally, number five, the one Priscilla wasn't able to get. How much for a vowel on Wheel of Fortune? $250. Are you sure? You don't think it's more than that? Because Priscilla said 1000 No, it's $250. <laughs> she's going with that, and she's right, Tad. What? Good job. Try to uh, call the bluff there. Final score, five to four. Priscilla Noonan, are you smarter than Kara? Not today. Uh, Kara, your new record, 1,373 wins, 45 losses. Sorry, Priscilla. Congratulations. Thank you. No cash, but you got the tickets to Nickelback at Ameris Bank Amphitheater July 30th. They're on sale LiveNation.com. That's awesome. We play twice every weekday morning, 635 and 735. You can always sign up. Just go to TadDrexandKara.com. You goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Dina, you body shamed your husband, Rob? I never meant to. Oh, let me just start from the beginning. We've been married for three years. Things have been amazing. Just like recently, his body has changed. And not just a little bit, like pretty dramatically, to the point where I'm just no longer physically attracted to him. Oh and it's, I know. You're not calling, asking for our help, telling Rob that you're no longer attracted to him. Have you talked to him? This is the part I need help with. I didn't get the chance because he overheard me talking to one of my girlfriends about it. Oh. Um, so I, um, I mean, did he flip out yeah. or was he understanding? Oh I yeah. Mean... He, no, he lost his mind. He left. It's, we're going on day three. Oh. I feel terrible. I totally, I just need, I need his forgiveness. I want him to know that I love him no matter what. So have you tried to reach, you said day three, have you tried to reach out to him? Like yeah. get him to come home? I mean, I, I gave him in space, as, you know, it's like to start with and then started reaching out and just apologizing and he hasn't gotten back to me and. I mean, I know he needs, like, some time to cool off, I guess. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I can imagine you're sitting over there now for three days. Your head is spinning, probably creating scenarios in your head. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I love this man. Like, we are great partners. This is breaking my heart. You have kids? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Well, we'll reach out to Rob. We'll see if we can get him on the phone and get you some forgiveness and get him to come back home, okay? Thank you. You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Dina confided to her friend that she's no longer physically attracted to her husband. What she didn't realize is that her husband heard the whole thing and is obviously very hurt. He's been missing for three days, has not returned any of her phone calls or texts. We're going to call... Rob, Dina, your husband, you'll be on the line, but he won't know you're listening. We're going to try to kind of talk him off the ledge here for you. Hello? Hey, Rob? Yeah, this is Rob. Hey, this is Tad Drex and Kara calling from B98.5. Are we catching you at a bad time? No, man, not at all. Uh, I'm just on the treadmill. Let me pause it for a second. Oh, all right. We uh, don't want to interrupt your workout, but that's kind of why we're calling. We uh, understand your wife commented on your physical appearance, and that didn't sit well with you. Yeah, honestly, uh, I overreacted. That was kind of my bad. Uh, yeah, we we understand you. You left the house. You've been gone for a few days, Rob. Yeah, I have. I was upset, and it's kind of catching me off guard a little bit. Yeah, I couldn't imagine hearing something like that from your wife, someone you love. But it sounds like you're being proactive. You're you're in the gym right now. Uh, being proactive, not sure that's the case. I've been hitting the gym for about. Four months now. 
let's bring your wife, Dina, on the show here. She's been on the other line here. This is a feature called Forgive and Forget. And Dina asked us to reach out to you to ask forgiveness because she said she was body shaming you and you overheard her talking to a friend. Yeah. Honey, please come home. I'm so sorry. I love you. Flaws and all. Flaws? How is making this decision to get in shape a flaw? Yeah, Rob, you said you were going to the gym for four months. Is it not working? That's not the case at all. It's working. I've lost almost 40 pounds. I'm in the best shape of my life. Dina? What's wrong with the new me? Well, nothing, but I like the old you. Well, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Dina, are you like a chubby chaser or something? You like the dad bod? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I like a man with a little meat on the bones. Listen, Rob, <laughs> I sincerely applaud you for your transformation, but I can't help that I have these feelings. But this is something I need to do for me. I mean, there's not some kind of compromise we can make. Compromise? Like, like maybe fatten you up a little? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is very interesting. I mean, he's probably doing this to get healthy, and he's trying to get in shape. Most women would mm. love that. What? But you met him, he was heavy, and you like yeah. the old him. That's who I married. I think we should sit down and talk about it. So, Rob, you left the house in a tizzy, and you've been hitting the treadmill, and you had no idea that your wife liked the old you, or is that what did you is that what you overheard? I assumed it was me being fat, like me being a little overweight. Oh, if you'd known it had gone the other way, I wouldn't have gone to the gym. I would have gone to Waffle House. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I guess a couple more McDoubles, eh? <laughs> this uh, feature is called Forgive and Forget, and Dina was feeling terrible. She didn't mean to body shame you. I've heard a lot of good talk about yeah. compromise. So, Rob, are you willing to forgive and forget? Of course. Dina, I love you. Um Tubby Robbie is coming home. <laughs> Tubby Robbie. <laughs> on the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Coming up tomorrow morning at 7. Imagine someone giving away your dog without even checking with you first. Oh, heck no. Yes. We'll uh, help Matt get some forgiveness tomorrow morning he at 7. Not. Thanks for listening to the Tad Drex and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.